listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 11th of um, June 2021. Uh, Later, why you could soon find it easier to repair your products. Plus, we'll talk about why mortgage rates, fixed rates, may not spike as hard as some people think. But first, to the Australian share market, which rose to a record level despite rising inflation in the United States, up 0.1% for the 200 at 7,312 gold Stocks doing best, buy now, pay later companies also rising. And that's despite gains in US inflation rising more than expected with those items tied to a reopening economy. Things like used car prices, rental car prices and airfares climbing. But the central banks globally, they're not worried about inflation, saying that these increases, which will be seen across the world, are temporary as economies reopen. But are they? I spoke earlier with Elizabeth Tian from City. Liz, what's driving the market today? Well, actually, to be truthful, it's actually quite quiet. We're leading, obviously, into the long weekend. We did get some talk out of China, Chinese government overnight, and the states that they would be looking to sell some commodity inventory. That has not seen a border sell-off in commodities today. In fact, mining stocks are a little bit higher today. Other than that, it looks like a lot of people have started the long weekend. Still, everyone's still talking inflation. It was stronger than expected in the United States, but the market fobbed it off and instead rose. Why? You're absolutely right. We saw another record high in US equity markets, despite that inflation number, the second largest advance in the uh, last decade. Now, there's really two camps here. There's, you know, the a lot of the central banks which believe inflation is just transitory and those on the other camp thinking it's structural. We look at the data from the inflation numbers overnight. Some of that was driven by a right, you know, rising things like air flights, uh, rental cars, which really points to it being fairly transitory and more about a reopening story. So that side of the camp's winning at the moment. Okay, let's go into this in more detail, right? Do you think the central banks are wrong? Is inflation more entrenched than it is transitory? What do you think? What does the market think? Look, we are probably more in line with the transitory camp. And if you look at the fixed interest bond markets uh, overnight and lately, we've actually seen yields come back down to around the levels that we saw earlier in March. So um, there's another key figure coming out next week. We've got the PCE inflation numbers. That's, you know, key data for the Federal Reserve. I suppose the big question is why is everyone looking at um, you know, this inflation. We've seen that with the huge liquidity in the market, um, which we, we see at the moment, there's around $360 billion of central bank liquidity globally being pumped into you know, the markets across globally every month. Um, and also the record low interest rates across the world. So if inflation doesn't really come in, then central banks will continue with this very commodity, you know, very accommodating environment that's been fabulous, obviously, for equity markets and also asset classes like property, which we've seen, you know, property in Australia, UK, um, US, Europe, all rising at the same time. So going again into more detail, if, as you say, inflation is transitory, how does it affect Australians and with investments and things like interest rates, I guess? You know, I mean, that's very key. We think the Reserve Bank's 
focus will be very much on um, the unemployment data. The Reserve Bank is of the opinion that you know our tr- any inflation is likely to be quite transitory, and in- unemployment is the key thing they're looking at. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of talk recently about when our tapering ends, our you know the Reserve Bank when they eventually stop our quantitative easing, the uh, TFF in June, are we going to see a spike in mortgage rates? And we saw today earlier, Ricardo, that ANZ banks announced a lift in some of its, you know, four-year, five-year mortgage rates. We've actually done an analysis and we see that the banks are actually sitting on a lot of liquidity. Over the pandemic, um, deposits, all that cash coming from, you know, the government, sitting in households, deposits have actually grown $270 billion dollars while loans have only grown $80 billion. So there's actually a lot of liquidity, a lot of cash that banks are sitting on. They also were able to draw down $120 billion from the TFF with another $80 billion to go. So we think that even if the TFF ends, we are not of the opinion that mortgage rates are suddenly going to spike up at all. And just finally, the uh, corporate story of the day, Premier Investments, I guess, a bit of a, a profit upgrade. What do you make of it? Yeah, it was a very strong result. I mean, Premier's got some, you know, very strong uh, retail brands like Sniggle and um, Peter Alexander. Um, Its earnings, its uh, EBIT earnings was up 92% um, for this in the financial year. And that was in part driven, you know, during the pandemic, they were able to negotiate better rental um, agreements with landlords. We've also seen a bit of a structural change with how people spend their money. Uh, they've been conditioned to have a little bit less discounting. We've seen a lot less discounting. So results were strong, better than what the market expected. And we think that's going to be pretty much across the sector. We're quite positive on discretionary retailers. We think it's going to be better for retailers for longer. Elizabeth Tian there from City. Now, Aussie consumers, well, uh, they could soon find it easier to get their products repaired. That's because of a new series of measures being proposed by the Productivity Commission. For more, Laurie Lawira spoke with Dean Price from Why Choice. was it necessary uh, for the Productivity Commission to, to look at this area? Look, the right to repair is established quite clearly under Australian consumer law. But there are a number of issues surrounding that that can make it hard for people to actually get a product repaired. And so what the Productivity Commission has done is dove in really deep, produced this 340-page report that's looked at a whole range of things about how to make sure that manufacturers actually allow people to get their products repaired, looking at things like copyright law um, as well as consumer law. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very complicated area because of all of the intersecting issues. Uh, but this report is a way, uh, provides a way forward to make the right to repair clearer and easier for people to access. Um, what are some of the encouraging lines coming out of this draft report? It's obviously a draft, it's still up for review. And what would you like to see uh, in the final? Yeah, we're really encouraged to see that there is an attention being paid to providing consumers with information about the durability of a product upfront. Uh, so they've talked about consulting with regulators about, you know, setting some standards for familiar products. So, you know, if you buy a fridge, you have an expectation of how long that will last and you're told that upfront. We have called on the government to go a little bit further and actually provide that at the point of sale. Uh, so right when people are doing it, in the same sort of way that people assess, you know, the energy rating of a product or the water rating of a product, something like that would be a great extra step. Uh, we've also seen some really uh, welcome steps towards clarifying some of the copyright issues. So, you know, making sure that uh, repairers can actually access the proper manuals from manufacturers, as well as the right tools, the right software, the right parts, so that repair is easier and cheaper for people in the long run. 
We're also super uh, excited about the idea of introducing a super complaints process, which is basically allowing organisations like Choice, but any other consumer organisations that listed as well, to take complaints forward based on the things that they're seeing. So if people get in contact with us about a problem and we see that there's something kind of systemic here, it's happening to a lot of people, we can take a complaint forward on behalf of those people and try and get the product, uh, the issue fixed quickly. Um, and it would also require the regulators to respond to that in a very quick time frame. So we see that as a really good way of kind of identifying and addressing systemic issues that people might have around the right to repair. Uh, talking about phones and technical devices, um, do you think that consumers have become too accepting of shorter lifespans for, for these products? I think there's a mixed range of views. I think I know a lot of people who do hang on to their old iPhones, people who have, you know, the more square-edged iPhones from the older designs now being caught up by the new iPhones having that same square edge. So people do definitely hang on to them. And, you know, people should be able to hang on to them for as long as they want, for as long as it's reasonable. Um, what we've seen is that software is actually a big issue when it comes to repair. Making sure that software updates are available throughout a product's lifecycle means that a product can be repaired for longer. And so that's a, a really key thing in this report that we're very keen to see uh, implemented and improved for consumers. Dean Price there from Choice. Don't forget you can listen to this stream across multiple audio platforms, including Apple Podcasts, SBS Radio and Spotify. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music